0: Hey boo, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Abundant. I'm your host, Denai Hopkins, and I'm so excited and grateful to be here today on this platform sharing my journey to being debt-free so I can start building wealth. So, let's get into it. want to start off by thanking each and every one of you guys for listening to my podcast last week for leaving a review for sharing my podcast for following the show I've just been receiving so much love and support and I just want to just say thank you all I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart it genuinely means the world to me and I actually have some news Last Friday, I received an email saying that my podcast was ranked on Apple Podcasts, like what that's crazy! It's only been a week when I tell you guys that ain't nothing but God for real, nothing but God, and on this platform, I'm simply just being obedient- being obedient, just finally surrendering to him because I can't do this thing. Call life without them I, I just simply can't, but when I tell you guys, I'd rather be doing anything else than being super transparent and vulnerable because I mean it 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 is a vulnerable topic. I'd rather be doing anything else like taking a nap or laying by the pool or watching YouTube to figure out different hairstyles I could do for the summer. for the summer simply just anything else but I'm learning how to surrender and I'm learning how to be obedient and I'm learning how to listen. So I'm here, I'm here every Wednesday. I'm here daily, just showing up, walking side by side with you guys throughout this journey to financial freedom because financial literacy is so important to me. It's so important to me because it's so foreign in the black and brown communities and it's time that we change that. And the time starts now, so I'm here with you Every day, learning and growing with you all as well, and really committing myself to the process and really being disciplined in the process. Like James 2.1 says, commitment is an essential part of faith. You must commit your mind and heart to Christ. So God, I have faith. I have crazy faith. I believe you when you say it will be debt free. Not just me, but you. You will be debt free as well. I see the vision. So say to yourself, I will be debt free. I will be debt free. And have faith and believe that you will, okay? So, with that being said, let's get into today's episode of Friend Forgive Yourself. Today, we're going to talk about planning and preparation to get out of debt because I believe. A person without a vision for their future always returns to their past. Let this sink in for a second. A person without a vision of their future always returns to their past. And as an adult, we need to plan for our futures better so we don't return to our past. Period. Point blank. If these last two years or just recently with everything going on in the world hasn't taught you anything, it should have taught you to just appreciate life because life is so fragile. Please know that every day that you wake up and you're healthy, you're able-bodied, you're able to move, you're able to get out of the bed without somebody helping you, you have the advantage of an opportunity presented in front of you and you need to take advantage of that opportunity because it is truly a blessing and I mean truly a blessing to be alive to have food on your table to have clothes on your back it's just truly a blessing so just be grateful for everything and find gratitude in the smallest things as well and I'm learning how to practice this as well God laid on my heart that I complain a lot and I don't realize that I complained a lot like I'm always saying oh I'm tired or I don't want to eat chicken breast and broccoli but I have to learn how to appreciate those things. And I have to learn that everything is, it's not always gonna be like this, it's temporary, but just implementing gratitude, just small affirmations of gratitude every day. When I tell you it changes your life, it does. And I've started implementing that in my life as well. Just learning how to be appreciative of just life and everything that you have a little bit more because how can God bless you with more if you don't appreciate what you have now? Think about it. And every day that we wake up, we need to have a plan, especially when it comes to our finances. Life is short no matter how many years we live, so don't be deceived into thinking that you have lots of time remaining to do what you're supposed to be doing. You know what you're supposed to be doing, okay? Today, right now, you need to invest in your company's 401k. You need to have life insurance. You need to have car insurance. Stop driving around bogus. Yes, I'm in your business, okay? (laughs) And you need to have an an emergency fund because life happens, it does. But that doesn't mean we have to go into debt because we didn't plan for the unexpected. And when you don't plan for the unexpected, you go into debt. And so let me give you guys an example by what I mean. Growing up, I did everything right. Well, in my eyes, I thought I did everything right. I've always had good grades. I've always made the honor roll. I've always made the dean's list in college. Except one time in high school, (laughs) I remember taking calculus a semester, and calculus whooped my tail, you guys. When I tell you it whooped my tail, I would miss lunch every day to go to the learning center because I needed help with calculus. And I still finished off the semester with a C plus. Oh, I was so mad! I've never not made the honor roll. I just didn't know how to feel. <laughs> but anyway, I've always made honor roll. I was always involved in student council all four years. I was part of the planning committee for prom. I was um, class president my senior year of high school. I had a part time job on the weekends. I was a cheerleader. I was doing some of everything. I always made sure that I was crossing my T's and out of my I's so when I applied to college, they can see that not only was I involved in all these activities and I had good grades, but I also maintained a job as well. I was a very well-rounded student. And I figured, why not offer me a full ride? I'm the perfect candidate. Well, in my eyes, I thought I was the perfect candidate. Anyway, as I started getting accepted um, into colleges and I started receiving acceptance letters, I was so, so happy. But when I got into my dream school, Michigan State University, that's where I graduated from, I was over the moon. I was the first person in my household to go to a Big Ten college. I was the first person that I knew of going to a Big Ten college. I was going with gar- regardless, with or without scholarships. I didn't care what nobody said. And as you heard in last week's episode, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, I highly recommend that you go back and you listen to last week's episode because I break down how I've accumulated so much debt thus far in my life. So please go back and listen if you haven't had a chance. But in last week's episode, you heard me mention that I didn't receive any aid to go to college. No scholarships, no fast FAFSA, no nothing. But I didn't care about anything. I didn't care about none of that, to be honest. I was 17, turning 18. I thought I was untouchable. You couldn't tell me anything. My head was so big, I couldn't even walk through the door. (laughs) Like I said, I was going to college regardless, and I dared anybody tell me that I couldn't go. I was standing 10 toes down on that, okay? I wanted what I wanted, and I wanted it now. It's my money, and I need it now. You know the commercial that you see on TV. (laughs) But that's genuinely how I felt, and I wanted it so bad. And you know why I wanted it so bad? I wanted it so bad because I told everybody that I was going to MSU. Anybody that had ears and that would listen, hey, I just got accepted into Michigan State University, class of 2018. Anybody that had ears, I was listening. Anybody that had ears and that would listen, I told them I was going to MSU. And I cared so much about other people's opinions and their comments What would people think of me if I didn't go to college? Would I be a failure? I just had all of these thoughts going on in my head. And because I cared about pleasing man so much and not God, I didn't plan for the unexpected, which was not receiving aid to go to college. And that caused me to graduate with almost a mortgage worth of student loans. And as I sit down and I reflect on just the financial mistakes that I have made in the past, because you know in order to learn how to be better in the future you have to learn from your past mistakes and you have to make a plan to execute so you don't go back to your past mistakes as I stated earlier in the episode i could have went to the my to, i could have went to the college of my dreams debt free if i would have made a plan and i could have went two ways i could have started off at a junior college and we have to get rid of the stigma behind junior colleges. There are phenomenal junior colleges all across America. I actually received a scholarship for two years to go to Moraine Valley, which is the junior college in my neighborhood where I grew up in, in the city of Chicago. I received the scholarship to go there for two years. And I was like, no, nah, I'm better than that. I'm not going to a two-year university. I'm going to go to a four-year university. Well, look at me now. <laughs> You have to laugh through the pain. You know, it's it's life, it happens, and we have to learn from our mistakes. But I could have went to the JUCO for two years, stayed at home, worked while going to junior college, saved and stacked up my money, so that way when I did transfer over to go to MSU for the last two years of college, I would have had enough money to cash flow my way through college, and of course pick up a second job to you know help with other expenses. Or I could have went to the military. I could have made different choices and still went to the college of my dreams debt-free, but I was impatient. I wasn't thinking about the consequences. I was trying to get ahead of God. I was trying to rush his timeline, and now it's biting me in the rear end. But I'm believing in God. I'm believing in God for big things. My faith is so big that not only am I believing in him for financial freedom for me but I'm believing in financial freedom for you as well because listen when I say this true faith involves a a, true faith involves a commitment of your whole self to God and faith untested by life experiences will make you become stagnant and static so my question to you is do you have faith are you ready to be committed and disciplined to the process Because you don't get deliverance without discipline and commitment. Remember, faith without works is dead. We can't keep praying and clogging up the prayer line if we're not putting in the work. You don't get deliverance without discipline and commitment, okay? Now, fast forward. When you know better, you do better, and you plan. We're going to do better. We're going to plan, and we're going to get out of debt. Yay! So today is the 15th, and for most people, it's payday. And before you pay anything, before you pay those bills, I need you to do me a favor, and I really need you to listen to me when I say this. I want you to invest in a budgeting tool. Don't be cheap and use Excel spreadsheet or write down on a piece of paper and notebook on all listing all of the things that you have to spend your money on. No, invest in a proper budgeting tool. And there are two budgeting tools that I highly recommend, YNAB, uh, Y-N-A-B, which stands for You Need a Budget, or this tool that I recently came across last month. It's by Smart Women's Society. It's their wealth-building dashboard, and I'll make sure I link both of the tools in the show notes for you guys to go and look into it and just, you know, play around on the tools before you invest in them because there is a cost. But I highly suggest that you invest in one of these tools. And no, this is not a sponsor ad, but if anybody out there listening to this podcast and you work for one of those companies, you know, call call me up. Call your girl. Let's collab. Let's work on something. Okay. But anyway, invest in one of these tools. YNAB, I believe it's about $15 a month, and then the Wealth Building Dashboard by Smart Women Society, I believe there's just the upfront cost of $30, and then you'll have access to the dashboard, but the reason why I said invest in a proper budgeting tool is, is because when you use these tools, you're able to see where all your money is going to monthly in the different categories. They're able to show you, like, where you can start investing, like, where you can start saving, like, you can make goals in there, like, if you want to save a certain amount of money by this date, it can show you, okay, if you do X, Y, and Z, if you save, you know, $20 this week, $20 next week, you can start reaching your goals, and that's why I love those tools, because it just breaks everything down for you, and it's very easy to use. And if you have questions, if you need help with those tools, DM me, message me, reach out to me. I have no problem helping you guys. That's what I'm here for. But also YouTube, there are tons and tons of videos on YouTube um, where you can type in how to utilize both these tools and it shows you and it breaks it down. And that's very helpful. Like YouTube is literally the best thing since sliced bread. So um, use one of those tools. And I don't want to hear you say you don't have $15 a month or you don't have the $30, because I know you do. I know you just got a delivery today from Amazon Prime. I know you was watching Netflix during lunch or Hulu watching your favorite TV show. And I know you stopped at Starbucks this morning to get your favorite drink, that caramel frappe or that oat milk shaken espresso. (laughs) Yes, I'm in your business. Yes, I am calling you out hey, I'm calling myself out too. But we have to change our mindset and be more intentional on where we're spending our money at. Because if you can spend money on that, you can invest in a tool that can help you learn how to better manage your money so that one day you can buy stock in those companies that you're constantly giving money to. It's all about changing your mindset, boo. You got this, okay? So create that budget And let's stick to it. But also, while you're creating the budget, I want to challenge you guys. I want to challenge each and every one of you listening to today's episode. The challenge is to start building up your emergency fund today. Not tomorrow, not next week, not next month, not after you go on vacation, but today. And if you don't know what an emergency fund is, it's basically money that you start putting to the side to cover for unexpected life events. For example, if you get a flat tire or if you get a ticket in the mail because you know you ran that red light trying to get to work on time, okay? (laughs) But an emergency fund just helps you pay for things when unexpected events come up so you don't get into more debt, you don't accumulate more debt. And I believe that you should build up your emergency fund first before you start paying off your debt because life does happen and you don't want to start making headway in your debt and then... Something happens, and now you got to use that credit card again. Like, no, build up your emergency fund. And I believe that building up your emergency fund should be nothing less than $1,000. I know everyone has different financial situations, different financial circumstances. I get it. Trust me. Trust me. When I say I feel you, I feel you. But I'm challenging you guys to have an emergency fund or build it up to at least nothing less of $1,000 by the end of the summer. And I Googled this, according to Google, the end of the summer is September 22nd. So we have about three months to build up our emergency fund to $1,000. We can do this, y'all. Think of it as a reward. Before you take care of your monthly essentials, the electricity bill is gonna always be there. The light bill is gonna always be there. Rent is gonna always be due. But the advantage of paying yourself first out of your paycheck And so that you can begin building up wealth to plan for the future and have a cushion, a cushion for when unexpected financial emergencies happen. And if you can only put $20 to the side every week, that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine because everyone, again, has different financial situations and circumstances. But know that $20 turns into $200. And 200 eventually turns into 2,000, and it just keeps going up from there. So use the resources that God has given you today and start now, because how can God bless you with more if you don't use what you have now, right? (laughs) And I'm going to challenge myself, too, with you guys. Not only am I holding myself accountable to finish both those books that I mentioned last week, but I'm also pushing myself to have 5,000 to have $1,000, not 5000 just just $1,000 for right now, but $1,000 saved up by the end of the summer. So we can do this, guys, and I'm so excited about this challenge, and I want to hear about how you're saving your money. So let me know how you're doing this. I'm excited for each and every one of us to start building up our emergency fund. Zechariah 410 says, Do not despise those small beginnings. For the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. God is so proud of you. I am so proud of you. So, Fran, forgive yourself of those financial mistakes that you have made in the past. Make a plan. Execute that plan. And go out there and start today. Invest in those budgeting tools that I mentioned. Invest in one of those books that I recommend and start building up your emergency fund today so that we can start paying out, paying off our debt. And remember, it's not about the destination, it's the journey. So inspire yourself and break those generational curses. Love y'all. See you next week. Peace.